and I'm Steve Chase, and I live here in Middleburg. We moved here 30 years ago when wineries back then were like Meredith Vineyards, and it, some people would joke that it tasted more like gasoline than wine. Nowadays, the Virginia wineries, a lot of them have really matured, and I would put many of the Virginia wines up against anybody in the, in the whole country. It's pretty amazing. And, um, we had a bottle of Roots tonight. Roots is Virginia winemaking has a long history, dating all the way back to 1619. Twelve years after the English colonists first settled in Jamestown, the Virginia House of Burgesses passed legislation that required each male colonist to plant at least ten grapevines. Thomas Jefferson is even described as America's first distinguished viticulturalist, or an expert in wine production and grape growing. And for the last 400 years, Virginia wine has never really been taken that seriously. But in the last several decades, the Virginia wine industry has exploded. In 1995, there were only 47 wineries in the state. Today, there are more than 300. And after decades of being in the shadow of other historic wine regions like Napa Valley, California, Virginia wine has finally put itself on the map. Winemakers like Kiernan Slater Petusky and Chris Petusky, the owners of Slater-run vineyards in Upperville, Virginia, would tell you owning a winery has been one of the most challenging things they have ever done. It's also been the most rewarding. From Country Zest and Style magazine, I'm James Jarvis, and you're listening to Zest Audio Stories. In today's episode, Kiernan and Chris talk about their inspiration for their vineyard and what led to its success. Hello, how are you? Hi, Kiernan. Hey, Chris, how are you? It's good to see you, man. Oh, do you want to do elbow? Yeah, we'll do elbows. Pandemic, right. Cool, cool. Great. Hey, Kira, you ready? My name is Kiernan Slater Petusky, but uh, my nickname is Carrie, so you'll hear both names, Kiernan and Carrie. And um, I own the vineyard with my husband, Chris. My name is Chris Petusky, and I'm a co-owner along with my wife, Kiernan. Uh, of the of the vineyard and winery. Slater Run Vineyard sits on a 300-acre farm that has been in Kiernan's family for 11 generations. As you come up the driveway, there are about 12 acres of grapevines planted on the hillside adjacent from Goose Creek, and behind them are several barn-style buildings where Kiernan and Chris make and sell their wine. Kiernan grew up on the farm, helping her brother and father raise cattle and plant cereal crops. But eventually, Kiernan moved on from the farm to go to college, and afterwards she became a teacher. In 2000, Kiernan married Chris, who was a lawyer. They had two children and moved to Baltimore. But one fall night in 2008, after a trip to the family farm, Chris pressed Kiernan on the possibility of starting a family business. He said, you know, we're not going to be the ones who are the 11th generation who say, well, that was a good run, but, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to live in the city and let the farm, you know, just, just go, go away. Following this conversation, Kiernan and Chris set out to create a business with the goal of continuing the agricultural legacy of the farm. When they looked into their options, Chris and Kiernan considered business ventures that could be profitable and would keep the farm and the family for generations. Ultimately, we tasted some very good local wines, which was sort of a new thing uh, in this part of Virginia um, back in the early 2000s when 
we started looking around 2008, I would say 2009. But there was a new wave of vineyards and wineries that were making very good wine. And that convinced us it could be done. So in 2009, after Chris and Kiernan felt confident that Virginia Wine could be a successful business venture, they hired Lucy Morton. So first we had to decide that it could be done and that it could uh, earn a living for the farm. And so we talked to an expert on uh, vineyards, Lucy Morton, who is from Virginia. And she gave us a great deal of information on how it would be done and that it could work. Morton helped Chris and Kiernan dig soil pits and look at the weather maps to determine if the farm was viable site for growing grapes. And when they determined that it was, things started to fall into place. Um, and then we visited a winery, some folks at a place called Black Ankle, who also had never planted grapes or run a winery, and they had great success. And they were about six years ahead of us on this. And so after that, we said we should give it a try. Is this something we want to do? We had the usual family discussion, and timing was very good. And we decided to, to take a try at it. This left Chris and Kiernan with a big decision to make. The upfront cost of planting the grapevines and building the infrastructure is substantial. And even once you've done all that, it's several more years before the wine is even ready to sell. So Chris and Kiernan had to be confident about the type of grapevines that they wanted to buy. Uh, one of the difficult things when you enter this business is the decisions you make at the very beginning kind of lock you in for some time, years and years and years. So the big decision we made in year one was what vines you were going to buy. Kiernan says that what is difficult about growing any variety of grape is that it takes about three years to establish a plant before you even get any fruit. And you're looking at a minimum of five years before you even have your first taste. So you can't just plant something this year that will um, produce next year. You have to, as Chris said, mm -hmm. decisions you make early on really do um, hem you in. And um, because of the trellising and the infrastructure, these are really essentially all like small trees. Think more of an orchard than a corn crop. You don't dig it up at the end of the year and replant it. The risk is pretty significant buying the vines. But once the grapes have ripened, there's another difficult choice to make. Who do you hire to make the wine? <laughs> and so um, neither of us um, had a huge amount of experience with wine other than being lucky enough to, you know, enjoy it um, on a social basis and, um, you know, have tasted some good wines through traveling and, and business and, and other opportunities. But we both, I think, um, were sort of drawn to a, a more European style uh, of wine. Um, and so it really is part luck and, and part, <laughs> um, you know, seeking the right person, but we really found the right person in our winemaker, who is Cattell Griot. Griot lives in Charlottesville, Virginia, but grew up working on her family's vineyard in France. She also has an undergraduate and graduate degree in winemaking from Bordeaux University. Chris says Griot was a good fit for Slater Run. She had a lot of experience making Bordeaux-style wines, and the Bordeaux blends were becoming very popular in Virginia, Chris says. I remember tasting a Bordeaux-style wine from Rappahannock Cellars at a restaurant in Baltimore called Woodbury Kitchen, a really wonderful farm-to-table sort of restaurant. And that was the first time I had had a Virginia wine where I said, wow, that was a really good Virginia wine. The Poduskis really enjoyed the Bordeaux blends that other wineries in Virginia were making at the time. But the concern was if they could turn a profit doing the same. 
I think uh, um, each winery begins with an idea of how, what they are trying to achieve. And uh, I think you were right in describing um, how we made our decisions, which was one, we wanted confidence it was going to work. And so we looked around and what worked. Uh, second, we wanted confidence that pe- there was a market for it. So we looked around at something that would work and we thought people would buy. In 2010, with Morton's guidance, Chris and Kiernan bought 10,000 grapevines, including four reds, which were a Cabernet Franc, a Cabernet Sauvignon, a Merlot and Petit Verdot for their Bordeaux blends, and two whites, a Chardonnay and Pinot Gris. A decade later, Slater Run Vineyards has won several awards for its Bordeaux blend called Roots and its Rosé. And for the first time in its history, Slater Run is starting to turn a profit. I think that this is, uh, for most wineries, kind of a 10-year business plan. is just, it's a long one. <laughs> that initial step is, is a really, is a really long one before you kind of have all your pieces in place um, and we hope our pieces are in place and not that we haven't been having fun but that's really where the fun begins. Chris and Kiernan have worked hard to create good quality wine and it's paying off because their customers keep coming back. Yeah part of it is we do want to support local businesses support support Virginia business but I think they're making it easier because they're making products that Make it easy to go ahead. You know, it's not. I'm not settling for something just to support a Virginia uh, business. I'm I'm actually getting a good product by supporting them. So, okay, I'm Bobby Burse. Um, I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm 62. So, um, and I just uh, enjoy coming out here because the property is beautiful, and um, I mean, the owners are wonderful. The wine just seems to get better every year. So, um, like what they're doing, and that's why we support them. Well, I'm Bobby's wife, Jan. Um, I grew up in Chesapeake, Virginia. We've been married over 30 years, so kind of a package deal. Um, We love coming out here. Um, I think Chris and Kiernan have just done a beautiful job opening up, you know, her historical home um, and allowing people to come and just enjoy this and to see everything that they've grown. It's just amazing. Right now I'm having the Chardonnay. I absolutely love their Chardonnay. It's not oaky. Um, I think their winemaker, who's a woman, I think she does a fantastic job. And it's just delicious, you know. So on a hot day, I would probably choose either. Chris and Kiernan are proud of what they've achieved. It's been a long journey getting to this point, but Slater Run Vineyards is finally becoming the agricultural legacy they envisioned. But just as they started to see success, the pandemic hit. It's made things challenging, but Kiernan and Chris have remained determined to make things work. Um, well, the, uh, the pandemic obviously changed our, our business drastically in March when all wineries shut down, like all businesses did. So we, um, uh, we then started doing home delivery, um, free deliveries of wine, and that was actually um, a big uh, success, which was a little bit surprising to us, and we were really thankful to our customers. Slater Run Vineyards was able to widen its customer base through its delivery service, and it was also helpful to have outdoor space where people could come and relax, socially distanced. Um, I think as a whole industry, wine industry, have benefited from having a lot of outdoor space to offer to customers that just feels 
very welcoming and safe. Um, and I don't think it hurts that it's wine either. It's relaxing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so people like to come and be in a space that feels healthy and, and calm. And, and we've had that. Chris and Kiernan have big plans for their business in the future. They just built a 3,000 square foot tasting room on the farm that has become a big attraction for locals and tourists. Next, the Poduskies are planning on constructing another wine production facility, which they say will double their production from 30,000 bottles to 60,000 bottles. We're very close to achieving um, the goals we set out for ourselves 10 years ago when we started. And I think we'll really hit where we want it to be in another year or two. We've been um, coming to Slater Run since they opened, and it's funny when we talk to people in town and they'll say, oh, we're going to this winery or that winery, and we'll go, hmm, should we tell them about Slater Run? Because Slater Run's like the best one around, and it's kind of like the locals' winery that a lot of people don't know about. So if the people are nice, we'll say, hey, we'll let you in on the local secret. Slater Run is the best local winery around, and that's where you should go. From Country Zest and Style magazine, I'm James Jarvis. If you'd like to check out more of our stories, please visit our website at countryzestandstyle.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Slater Run, please visit their website at slaterrun.com.